Bonjour and welcome to another episode of Street Focus, an ongoing exploration of urban photography. I'm your host, Valérie Jardin. Today, my guest is Dutch street photographer Willem Jonkers. Willem's work is quite unique in the sense that he shoots his street photography with a fisheye lens. And uh, I find that quite quite interesting in the and I want to know more about the, the technique and what types of subjects he looks for on the street with such a lens. So welcome Willem. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Thank you. So let tell us a little bit. You're not a full-time photographer. What what do you do for your your daytime job? Well, I'm an uh, investment advisor for uh, a Dutch bank uh, in Belgium, in Antwerp. Um, so I advise in stocks, bonds, derivatives, and all kinds of stuff. Uh, could be very stressful and has also some negative sides these days with very negative comments in the press about banks. Um, have to be in politics, um, it's very stressful, very much negativity. So I love to shoot the streets, get interaction with all kinds of people. That's very therapeutic to so, me. So yeah, it must be your, your therapy. So do you go out like whenever you have a, a break during the day on your lunch break and such? Uh, not whenever, but often, yeah. not every day, not every day. But uh, yeah, I go out uh, when, yeah. When, Most of the time. Yeah, and uh, to release some of that that stress. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So you you shoot with a fisheye, but you didn't start with a fisheye, did you? Oh, no. Oh, no. I started with a 200 millimeter zoom. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, in the beginning, it was, I was very, it was very awkward. Oh, uh, I was doing Yeah, and, and there is no bad way to start, really. I mean, you just have to start wherever you're, you're comfortable. So... Exactly. Well, at the beginning, I wasn't comfortable at all. Mm -hmm. I was doing a course and uh, he said, okay, he gave us an assignment, eh, shoot some people on the streets. So, yeah, I went out together with my wife because I shoot the streets together with my wife, Sandra. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, with a 200 millimeter, with a really, really big distance. Mm -hmm. So it was really sneaky, actually. Yeah. And, and uh, so did... Was the, the comment that you were not close enough? Was that why you started shooting a little bit closer? Um, he said, you're not close enough. Mm -hmm. But it's not like street photography is only good when you're really close. No. But it's about uh, the viewer's experience. Mm -hmm. And when you shoot with a 200 millimeter lens from, let's say, 50 or 60 meters distance, there's... Uh, less connection between the viewer and the subject you photographed yeah. and that's what he tried to tell me yeah that's it that's a very good point because i i don't believe in you know the right focal length for street photography i said whatever works for you and i think it's it you know it reflects your personality too exactly. but um but yeah you won't have the the photograph will not have the same impact Exactly. At 200 as it does at 50 or 35 or even 10. So, um, so for sure, that, that's more... Because uh, I'm always leery of people who say, oh, no, that's the wrong focal length. I'm like, well, nobody's making the rules here. You know, it's whatever works for you. And it's really all about seeing and storytelling. But, but as far as the impact of the image, yeah, that's, that's a good point. It's, uh, yeah, it, it, it woke me up a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, 
I bought a different lens, the 2470, so yeah, a little bit more, a little bit less distance, but still a bit of distance. I've never done that before. So I went closer and I went a little bit closer and then I bought the Fuji X-T1. Okay. Uh, with a 23, so that's a 35 millimeter. Mm -hmm. And I really felt comfortable. And I got closer and closer because I like to frame my my photograph in the cam. So I don't like to crop. Mm -hmm. I, I try to avoid that as much as possible. But yeah, like you said, you're right. You shoot uh, what your personality is. Mm -hmm. right? Like Bruce Gildon says, you shoot who you are. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> so true. So if you shoot with a 35 millimeter and you frame on the street, so don't, you don't have to crop too much, but you want to shoot that frame with a 21 millimeter, but the exact same frame, you have to go closer. Mm -hmm. If that doesn't fit your personality, then you should stick with the 35. If the 35 gets you too close, you should frame uh, the photograph with a 50 millimeter, but a little bit further distance. You yeah. just have to find your comfort zone. Uh, true. And, and I think, too, it's important to stay consistent uh, in a body of work. I mean, and you can see, like, if you look at my work, you can see the I'm getting closer and closer. Now I, I, I'm at 23, which is a 35 equivalent. And that just fits me. And I know I can move very fast because I know exactly how to frame. And I, same as you, I don't, I don't want to crop or it's very minimal. Um, exactly. What I do in post-processing. So you move so much faster with a prime lens than you would with a zoom lens because you're much quicker on your feet than zooming in and out. Uh, but, but I didn't always shoot with it, with that focal length. So, but for the, in recent years, that's the most, the majority of my work is with that. And I think that's important to keep that consistency throughout your work. I fully agree. Mm -hmm. I fully agree with that. Yeah. You just, yeah, you, when you're comfortable and you're too comfortable, then it's time to start a different focal length, to start using a different focal length and yeah. try to be comfortable with that until you reach the point you're not comfortable anymore. Then you take a step back and that's it. Yeah. And it's about keeping it exciting for yourself because ultimately you're doing this for yourself. I'm doing this for myself and uh and it's to keep it fun so if it stops being fun and you're bored with it then make some changes exactly that's uh yeah you don't yeah making money with street photography or making your business out of it it's only for a very very but a very happy few yeah. you just do it for you i'm doing it for me i'm not making any money off of it and uh, i'm just having fun and what's the most fun for me it's it's the interaction with people because they see I take the photograph. Well, yeah, that's, that's the thing. <laughs> you started sneaking the shot at 200. Yeah. And now you're like almost touching them. So, so tell me oh, a little bit about yeah, that. Uh, when did you start with the fisheye, actually? And I think it's a, it was in April or March this year. Uh, I connected with a guy on Facebook, uh, Stephen Gonzalez. And I saw a picture of him he took with a fisheye, obviously. And I contacted him and I asked him about it. And uh, he told me it was a fisheye. And uh, he said well, he, had, he used the same camera as I did. And, I, and he told me which uh, lens it was. I bought it right away. And he told me, well, <clears throat> if you use a fisheye lens, that's a little bit different than a normal lens. Because with a fisheye lens, you have to go really close. 
because if you're not close enough, the subject you photograph uh, will appear very small mm -hmm. in your frame. Yeah. So, okay, uh, by that time I was shooting with a 21 millimeter lens, a 14 eh, for the Fuji, but that's a 21 uh, equivalent. Mm -hmm. So I went out with uh, with the eight millimeter and uh, I never turned back. So it tell what, what is that? Amazing. What is that eight millimeter lens you're using? It's a uh, Samjang. Uh, in some countries, it's called a Rokinon, mm -hmm. uh, an eight millimeter, two point eight. Okay, and it's uh, it's relatively inexpensive, isn't it? It's about three hundred forty, three hundred fifty euros. Okay. So about $320 or something. Okay. So it, it's, it must be a pretty good lens then. Um, and uh, so what was your first experience? The first day you went out and uh, did you... Well, there must have been a huge difference because you have to look for completely different subjects and, and different angles. So tell me a little bit about the learning process. Uh, well, the first uh, shot I took was from a lady uh, at the central station in Rotterdam, and I was looking at my at my live view, and I was I thought I was really close, but she looked really small. So I went closer and closer, just looking at my live view. So when is my frame correct? When is my frame correct? And I thought, well, now I'm standing right beside her, and I just clicked. <laughs> And then I took the shot, and yeah, it was amazing, amazing. And, uh, and the so whole obviously, thing was amazing. So obviously, she noticed you. Oh, obviously. I mean, you Everybody almost bumped. You almost me. bumped into her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody notices me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're pretty much right on the ground. Uh, not always. In the beginning, yes, I was. Mm -hmm. uh, I did a lot uh, from the floor. How uh, I like to call it. But then, yeah, all my shots look pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. So then I tried from the waist, and then I tried from my shoulder. Uh, these days I'm taking street portraits with the eight millimeter, mm -hmm. and I keep my camera at shoulder height, okay. and I just walk right past people in a very busy area, like a marketplace or something, and I see an interesting character, and I just walk right beside them, and I take their photo, and they don't, yeah, because the cam is like 20 centimeters in front of their face. And yeah. I just take the photo. So and they see my cam, but they, but they don't know I take the photo. But, but when I'm on the floor, yeah, they, they notice that they're, they're looking like me. I'm like some kind of crazy guy. <laughs> so, so at this point, it really doesn't matter if the camera is silent or not, because I mean, yeah, uh, it's it's silent. Yeah, I have, I have it at silent because I don't I don't want to be in interactions all the time because sure. then then I'm yeah I don't get into photography anymore. But yeah, they know they know I'm taking the photo. Yeah, so you must get a lot of those reactions where you have that instant eye contact where they've just become aware of you, but there really still isn't much of a an emotion yet. It's just like that surprise look. It's uh, it's uh, yeah. They don't know what I'm doing there on the floor. They mm -hmm. just look at me. What is he doing there? And I'm right in front of their feet. You know, like like thirty centimeters from their feet. Mm -hmm. And I point my cam up, and I just say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So <And> then, <laughs> yeah. So what what are your settings on the camera? 
Um, on the camera, I'm at uh, 500, uh, uh, 500 of a second mm -hmm. because uh, my subjects often are moving. Mm -hmm. I like moving subjects. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, yeah, I want to still them. Um, I'm at F8. Okay. Um, if the light goes lower, then I'm at f4 or, or f.2.8. But you cannot play with uh, depth of field no, with such true. a wide lens. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just a, a light thing and, and nothing more. And my ISO is at a minimum of 200 and a maximum of 6400. Okay. So right. that's going pretty much automatically. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, so y there is no zone focusing or anything with the fish. I don't even know. I've never really used a fisheye lens oh, I for just, people. I just put it at eternity. Okay. okay. It's just point and click. Just point and click. Yeah. And it's all about really seeing the, the good subject. So what do you look for? An interesting character. Okay. And it, what's an interesting character? Yeah, um, uh, with an interesting face, mm -hmm. uh, where I can see the life, or someone uh, just lighting up a cigarette, or you know, really tall guy, yeah, uh, or someone walking with a walking stick, or whatever doesn't matter. Yeah. So I mean, similarly as you would with any other lens shooting street an interesting subject is an interesting subject but is there more like a body type or um accessories that make more interesting subject like i just pictured you said somebody walking with a cane and i just picture the cane being the thing that's in the front of the lens like the closest thing and then everything goes from from there yeah. um, is that what you're looking for like if there is a, somebody walking a dog the dog will probably be the closest subject to your lens yeah. right I love shooting dogs on the street. Mm -hmm. And then the dog looks really big, you know, because yeah. I'm going really close to his, his face. And then uh, the, uh, the guy or the, or, the, or the women who's walking the dog looks really small in comparison to the dog. Yeah. So I'm, 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 it's, it's really strange. I'm like creating my own fairy tale. Yeah, it's so a, it's a, really it, there's a lot, a lot of humor. I mean, even if your subject is not funny, that lens will, you know, make it humoristic absolutely mm -hmm. and the fisheye lens uh, distorts and you know you have this this yeah. distortion and then by going that close and like stephen told me uh, i try that my my subject fills the frame completely and then the most part of the distortion is in uh, in an accessory like a cigarette or a phone or a cane, like mm -hmm. you said. Yeah. But most of it is in the surroundings because I don't want to make fun of of my subjects eh, that, that they look very bended or whatever. That that doesn't really look nice. No, it's 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 you still want to respect your subject no matter what. But the, no matter what, yeah. 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 So now you say you shoot street with your wife, which is, I think it, it's fun, you know, when you can share the same passion with your significant other. Uh, what does she shoot with? Oh, she shoots with, uh, she, she's actually uh, uh, disabled. She has a mus muscular disease. Okay. So she's in a scooter. Okay. Uh, she can walk a little bit, but not too far. So she shoots in a scooter with a 2470. Okay, so and she's she, shooting portraits. She's shooting portraits. Okay, yeah. And uh, so you, <laughs> that must be uh, fun for her to watch you just get 
down on the ground and photographing those people. Uh, oh, yeah, she's and, seeing some crazy sometimes. <laughs> does she actually <laughs> photograph you in action? Um, it goes really fast yeah. because I just bend over really deep, take a picture and move on. Yeah, that'd be really yeah. fun to see some, uh, some of her photos of you in action yeah but <laughs> <laughs> or even a film that would be really fun to see to watch you in action and uh, so she's she's using the lens you were using prior to that yeah yeah she's shooting with a canon 70d with that uh, tamron 2470 okay yeah but I... she goes her way and i go my way and then we meet in uh, two hours and we have a drink and talk about uh, the day and then we go each other her way and my way yeah which is the way to to do it i mean it i think two by two you can still do it i always tell my students if you're a little shy at first you know go with somebody else i think you'll you'll have more confidence and you'll oh, be Oh, I'm never alone because my dog is always with me. Oh, you have your own dog. <laughs> That's a good icebreaker. Yeah, my, my little dog is my best friend and he loves to go outside. So uh, I have my dog in one hand and uh, my camera in the other one. In the other. That's the advantage <laughs> of having a small camera. You could just have it in one hand. Exactly. So, so did you ever get anybody mad at you? Angry? Um... Yeah, no, no physical, no, no, no physical anger, of, you know, but I got yelled at, yeah, uh -huh. recently, because, yeah, there was a group of young, young guys, and, and I was walking towards them and took their photo from really close, and they were yelling at me and calling me names, but uh, yeah, I just moved on. I'm a really big guy. Yeah. With my bald head, it helps. You know, <laughs> you're a little <laughs> intimidating. Now, let, so. me, let me knock on the wood for that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, no. Most of the time, like 99.5 percent, I have positive reactions. Yeah, I think so. And and actually, because you're not trying to hide, yeah, you have better reaction. You're not sneaking, yeah. and uh, I mean, and you're about as close as you're gonna get. So I think people probably appreciate that more. Uh, exactly, and also, and I, I have a little business card, mm -hmm. a business card for uh, a little card yeah. with my name and my web address and my email address. And if people talk to me or approach me, uh, I will just give them my card and offer them the photo if they email me. I yeah. get lots of emails, and then I have very positive reactions. They look on my website and they say, "Well, you make great pics, and uh, please send me the photo. It's great." Yeah, it, it's great. I mean, I I do that too. I mean, normally. I'm shooting Candid Street, nobody will know I took a picture. But if there is an interaction after I take a picture, then yeah, for sure, I always give a card too. And and um, it just, it's the, the least I can do, I think. And exactly. the least we can do as photographers, you know, we, uh, we captured a special moment. And uh, it's lovely when you can share it with the subject. Absolutely. Because, you know, I, sometimes I, tell to, I say to my wife, I'm going to the city to my friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, they're all my friends, because if they're not there, I cannot photograph them. That's right. And you and have to be respectful. So what, where's, where's your favorite place to shoot? Um, I mean, you're in Rotterdam, Berlin. so it's a pretty pretty big city, but um, oh, well. <laughs> do, you, do you travel much? Uh, I don't travel that much. Mm -hmm. um, I love to shoot in Antwerp, but Belgians are a little shy. Okay. A little bit camera shy. Also, the law is a little bit different there. I, it's actually forbidden to publish, but I do it anyway. Yeah. 
Um, in in Holland, it's uh, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, we have a very loose law. I uh, love Rotterdam. I love Utrecht, uh, where I was born. Yes, it's but a lot. I was just in Utrecht last April. It's a lovely city. It's uh, Amsterdam in in, in, small. in in small. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's very compact. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I was. I really like it. I, I enjoy Amsterdam as well. Um, it's just so different from any other city. It has its own vibe, and it's uh, and it's manageable in, in size too. Um, oh yeah, in Holland everything is manageable in size. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very small. It's, it's tr true. <laughs> As the... Amsterdam is Amsterdam is not Holland. No, no, you know, it's like, not touristy. Like, like, yeah. like New York is not America. No, but uh, lots of interesting and colorful individuals for sure. Very. Also in Utrecht. Yeah, why well, it's but very it's a... young and college town. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. But Berlin is uh, my favorite place. Is it? Uh, especially, yeah, especially the eastern part. It's it some very nice characters. It's very... Um, the people there are very artistic, very outgoing, uh, very expressive. Uh, lots of people with uh, piercings, tattoos, very young people, very open-minded. Uh, Berlin, yeah, Berlin is not Germany. You know, yep. like mm -hmm. shooting in Hamburg is, you know, people are very uptight, but in, in Berlin, people, people are very different. Yeah. I love it. I've, I've gone there every year for five years now. Oh, really? So it's one of oh, your yeah. favorite yeah, yeah, playgrounds? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. It's we a always... six-hour drive and uh, I just go there. Great. Well, that's great. Um, and so what's next for you? Do you think you'll have uh, an exhibit or a book of all those uh, fisheye photographs? Well, I uh, just uh, created a book. I did it to, through Blurb. Yeah. Um, but that's very expensive. Yes. So that book costs about 160 euros. So nobody's going to buy it. But it's nice for you to have on your coffee table. Uh, that's very nice. Yeah. Very nice. I'm very proud of it. I'm happy to have it. Yeah. Uh, and then on Facebook, um, I've started a public street photography book project. Oh. So tell us just, a little bit about that. It's uh, it just ended. Uh, I, yeah, it was on Saturday morning. I was thinking about I need to do something more, like start. Um, um, how do you call it? Some like 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 in public. How do you call a collective? A collective. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah, a collective. But well, not really my cup of tea. And then I thought, well, why not create a book? And then I started the Facebook group, everybody could join, uh, I invited a lot of uh, people and then we started uh, to, to submit for two months. And then I got Stephen Gonzalez, Arek Ratay, uh, Marius Viet, who you've interviewed, mm -hmm. yes. I, saw that, I saw that interview, mm -hmm. and Sandra and me, and we pre-curated the group, so um, only the good ones or pretty good ones came in and then we pre-selected and from there on we selected 225 photographs and I'm composing the book as we speak and nice. it will be yeah through blurb so really expensive but really nice project very and nice yeah. and sometimes it's all about the project itself and you know meeting all those people and collaborating yeah, in a project and uh, the end result is fun but it's all about the adventure really 
The adventure was amazing. Yeah. Very stressful also, but uh, in a good way. In a good way. In a good way, yeah. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah. So um, any any last minute tip you would give any photographer out there who is uh, who's never tried fisheye street photography? Uh, yeah, I've, well, I've seen people try it. Mm -hmm. um, and it didn't work. Because they're not close enough. Okay. So if you use a fisheye, try to frame your subject during your photography on the street. Don't crop because you will lose yeah. the effect. And that doesn't make True. sense. Mm -hmm. Then you should go with a 10 millimeter. Yeah. So if it fits your personality, go close, try all different angles because it's a fun lens and, and, and just go for it. For street photography in general, just, yeah, I'm going with Bruce Gilden, photograph who you are, find out how close you're going to get, find your comfort zone, um, buy the lens that fits your comfort zone and just go for it. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid because, you know, people won't clobber you, slap you in the face or whatever. No. no. Why? Oh, exactly. I've never had anybody really get even angry you know it's people are mostly surprised you know why why me why did you photograph me and once you know you explain to them that you found them interesting um they're they're flattered most of the time anyways exactly and don't make don't make fun of people eh? no. don't don't shoot a fat people a fat person because the person is fat yeah don't shoot a disabled person exactly. because they look funny or whatever you know yeah yeah it's all about respecting your subject and And exactly. not not photographing people in in vulnerable situation or exactly yeah. And as a as a male, be careful with children. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, anyone really. Um, but you're right. Um, I think for children, I, I've I always noticed that it's easier actually to get away with a portrait rather than a candid shot because at least then. You have the okay from the parents. Exactly. And whereas if you try to sneak the shot, you know, if, unless you have eye contact with the parent and they clearly give you the okay, uh, yeah, I mean, how would you feel as a parent yourself, you know, if somebody was sneaking a, a, a photograph of your child? Oh. So really, it's a case-by-case -case basis. You really have to to be careful. There is no, no right or wrong answer, I think, but it's just uh, follow your instinct. And if it feels a little creepy, then it probably is. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. And not just little kids, but also, you know, as a male, yeah. uh, shooting teenagers yeah. eh, in, teenage in the summer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, teenage girls. Mm -hmm. And you need to be very careful because uh, you could look like a creep. Well, especially if you're down on the ground and they're wearing mini skirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've actually had the police called on me once. Really? For that. Yeah. And uh, so, so what happened? Came. Yeah, well, three policemen uh, came and uh, they stopped me and say uh, they said, "Well, you're shooting. Uh, are you shooting uh, eh? underneath women's skirts because you're on the ground all the time?" We yeah. got a call, so I showed them my camera and, and told them uh, what I was doing, and then everything was fine. But yeah. I can understand. Oh yeah. From that moment on, I was really careful in the summer not to yeah. go on the ground and shoot women wearing a skirt. <laughs> yeah, it's true because from you know somebody who doesn't know street photography and from an outsider's point of view, yeah, that probably looked a little creepy. 
Uh, exactly. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. So you use the live view and the tilt uh, screen because really to be that low, that tilt screen is a lifesaver for you. Oh yeah, it's very hard to compose mm -hmm. because it's it's I'm, it's moving so fast. People are walking, so I'm going really low. The tilt screen, um, you know, ninety eight percent of my shots fail. Yeah, because I, the feed is not on it, and I miss one feed, and it doesn't look right mm -hmm. or whatever. So actually, that's why my 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 photography is always square. You know, I don't like to crop, mm -hmm. but I change the aspect ratio yeah. towards a one-to-one. -to -one, mm -hmm. And that's my composition. Okay. Because, yeah, it, it's really hard when you're bending over really deep to the ground and you have your camera on, on the floor. Yeah. You cannot compose because if you try to compose, your subject is gone. It's gone. And uh, you do mostly black and white, correct? Uh, yeah, always. always I tried some. I, I, yeah, I tried some color, but it it distracts me. And it gets really busy. I mean, it's. I think it's busy enough with a fisheye because everything is in focus. Mm -hmm. And so, if you add the color on top of that, then your eye doesn't really know where to go. So, yeah, correct. By losing correct. the color, it makes yeah that would make more sense. Correct. Yeah. Always, uh, always uh, black and white. I use Lightroom in uh, with a plugin from uh, Nick. Okay. Uh, the Silver FX. So I go to I just compose, you know, make it square. Go to Silver FX. Uh, use uh, my standard template. Put a film on it. Then go back to Lightroom and play with contrasts and highlights and shadows. Bring back shadows because I like to keep details, you know, I don't like really dark pictures. I want to see all the wrinkles in the clothes and in the hands and everything. So, yeah, probably take a few minutes per photo. So how many keepers would you say you have on a, an afternoon of shooting with that lens? Well, I, probably I take some, when I go out for a day, I take like 50 shots mm -hmm. on average. Okay. Um, I have one or two keepers mm -hmm. on a really good day three, but a really good one, that's not every time and that's not sure. possible. No, no. So I, I'm very glad if I have, let's say, 10 or 15 really good ones per year. Yeah. And I think that's, that's realistic. And I don't think people... I think people are a little hard on themselves because if oh I only have uh, only have one good shot and I shot all day I'm like well you know there's so little you control uh, you control nothing exactly you control your <laughs> yeah. your gear and and yeah, and your it. vision and that's it and so um, yeah and and it's realistic to have you know. 10 great images in an afternoon of street photography. It just won't happen. You'll have no. some good shots, but shots that you are really proud of, you know, hey, you're happy if you have one at the end of the day. And it doesn't matter if you don't, you know, you learn and you, you, you learn, you always learn no matter what. Exactly, exactly. Open. In my book, there are like 90 or 100 shots, mm -hmm. but I don't have a portfolio of 100 great, absolutely fabulous shots. No. In, in one year, that's not possible. That's not if possible. that's possible, then you're a genius. <laughs> or, or you have low expectations. <laughs> you know. <That's> 
<laughs> depends. I mean, it, it, you're, the, you're your toughest critique, too. So, uh, you know, it's you're, you're really the, I think we're harder on ourselves. And, um, uh, yeah, and, it should be. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. That's that's so true. Well, this has been really, really fun because that's something I've never tried. I've I've owned a fisheye lens in the past, and I can't even remember what camera that was on. But I wasn't really not sold on it. And honestly, I had not even thought about using it for street photography. I, it was more like I have a I have a Jack Russell Terrier, so I had fun photographing her with that because you know it's always yeah, comical if you're really close to their nose. It's really great. Yeah. But um, I don't think it would fit my personality in what I shoot for street. And I think that's okay. You know, it's just not for everyone. As you said, we all have our, 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 our style and our personality shows through our images. And, um, but things change too. I mean, our style evolves with, with our life experiences and, and our technical ability i mean look at you you went from the 200 millimeter lens to an eight millimeter and i'm going back to a 10 okay so you're changing again yeah i'm going to change on the sh on the short notice yeah okay because i want to try something different not have the fisheye effect all the time but mm -hmm. uh you know but keep getting close yeah because i like it it fits my personality i'm not a shy guy so I like to interact with people, but you know, always have that fish eye effects. It, it it could be some kind of a gimmick in the end. True. I was going to ask you that. You know, do you think you'll get tired of it? Is it going to date your work? Are you? Do you uh, think of that? I don't know. I don't know if it's timeless. You mm -hmm. know, how will how will I look at it in ten or twenty yeah. years from now? Yeah. And I have only fish eye shots. I have other shots with my 14 and my 23, mm -hmm. and I, I, I like some of them. But in 10 or 20 years, I have only fisheye shots. No, I don't think so. No. And no. again, and then does it really matter? You know, again, it's for you. And, uh, and, and it's, um, yeah, it's your it, voice at the moment. At the moment, it's my voice. Mm -hmm. uh, I would really love to have a... Um, uh, an exposition, mm -hmm. but you cannot have expositions of um, multiple expositions all the time with fish eye photography. That's you true. need to, you need to innovate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now now I'm trying to find something. Uh, you know you cannot have an ND filter on a fish eye, That's so true. I cannot use long shutter speeds on the street with a fish eye. So I'm thinking about uh, something different, uh, like. A welling, you know, welling glass put in front of it to use to use it in front of my fish eye, so I can use motion in my in my street photography uh -huh. with the fish eye. So you need to innovate, keep innovating, yeah. keep pushing your boundaries, keep pushing your limits. For sure, but keep it, it keep it fun and exciting. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. So true. Exactly. That's what it's all about. Well, and maybe you. in a few years I will go back to my thirty-five. Who maybe knows? <laughs> just who knows? You'll be go back to the two hundred at some point. No, never. <laughs> no, never. No, it's, no for, you, it's for sale now. Yeah, and I think once you get close and you're comfortable, I think it would be really, really hard to. Uh, I don't like using a fifty. I feel like I'm, you know, I always have to step back <laughs> because I'm so yeah. used to a focal <laughs> yeah. length and. And it's it's just not me. 
So, uh, and I do try lenses. I'm, I'm a Fuji X photographer, so occasionally I'll get to try some of their new lenses. But I was like, right. oh, well, no, uh, the X100T is all I need. I love the 23 millimeter. It just fits me. And uh, yeah, that's a beast. The yeah. lens is a beast. Yeah. The, well, the, the, I, I use the X100T or S um, from Fuji. So it's a very small camera. It's a rangefinder mm-hmm. style. And, and I can't remove the lens. So it's, you know, it, it's perfect. But I, I like getting closer. And I do use a six, the 16 millimeter on the X-T1, which is a beautiful 1.4 lens. But it's a really big lens. And I'm not used to carrying something that heavy anymore. So I always, if I take a camera with me for a, a few weeks or a few months, I will only bring the X100T and the 23. That's all I need for anything, really. I, I mm-hmm. really enjoy it. But, um, and I think we all find that sweet spot, you know, that lens that just fits us. Um, and it took me a few years. I mean, I shot, you know, you, you're talking about Canon and shooting with the 24 to 70. That was my favorite lens for a long time. And now I find it really difficult to use a zoom lens. I don't, I don't like it. No, me neither. Mm-hmm. Me neither. What about, uh, if I can ask you a question, Sure. if we have time, yeah. um, the autofocus, the autofocus is, it's, it's it's a bit, a bit of a hassle for me. That's how I'm, why I'm going for the eight and the ten, and, and now that uh, I'm going to buy the ten millimeter because it's just I set my range at eternity and it's just point and click, and I don't have to worry about autofocus. And that's a little bit of my problem now by using the twenty three or the fourteen millimeter from Fuji, which I still own. Yeah, I don't have any problem. I, I use autofocus all the time, uh, except in really, really low light situations. Or if I want to, you know, if I'm really close to a, a window and I want to focus on the raindrops so that mm-hmm. the people are in, in, uh, in out of focus behind that. So I'll, I'll manual focus for that. But I'm on autofocus pretty much all the time. And uh, it's pretty fast on either one of those two cameras, whether it's the X100T or the X-T1. So um, I, I, I rely on the autofocus better than I rely on my eyes <laughs> this time. <Okay. laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I, I, I may try, try a fish one, one, fisheye lens one of these days again, just, to, uh, just for a fun project. I think it's fun to, you know, just like it's fun to go out and have a project in mind or say, oh, today I'm going to focus on the color red or people with dogs. Well, then mm-hmm. today I'm just going to use a fisheye lens, you know, just to spice it up a little bit and, and mix it up. I think it's always a, a, a great a great thing to do. But I would prob- you would probably recommend somebody rents one for a couple of days to see if that fits their style versus going out and buying one. Yeah, yeah. Rent one, rent one, and then try it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because as I said, when I tried a fisheye a few years ago, I really wasn't sold on it. I got rid of it right away. And I, I thought, well, that was stupid. I should have just rented one because it, I found out it wasn't for me. But, but again, I'm, I may try it again. So where can people see more of your work, Willem? Um, on my Facebook page. Okay. It's uh, facebook.com slash Streets okay. or at my website at willemjonkers.com. Great. Uh, and I always and I also have a Twitter account at uh, twitter.com slash Streets, but I'm not very active on Twitter. Okay. Most of the time at uh, Facebook or at uh, my own website. Great. Or and at Kujaja. 
That's also a great, great community. Okay, great. I will put all those links on the show notes as well as some of your your fisheye street shots. And they, they make me smile. I think it's great. Uh, I, I really enjoyed looking at your work and I'm glad that one of our listeners pointed out your work to me uh, because uh, it's, uh, it's always interesting. You know, there is always something fun out there. Uh, people working with different lenses, working on different projects, and it's never boring. So we're a pretty active community overall. Well, I've seen some of your interviews and I really enjoyed them. I'm Thank also, uh, yeah, I'm anxious to see your results with a fisheye. Thank you. Yeah, well, <laughs> you'll be the first one to see them. <laughs> Thank you so much, Willem. Thank you so much. It's, it's been uh, an honor and uh, I really enjoyed it. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. And I'll, uh, I'll give you a call next time I'm in the Netherlands. Oh, I'd love to shoot the streets with you. That'd be it will fun. be fun. It will be fun. Thank you. And we, Thank are, you. we are at the end of another episode of Street Focus. Please head over to thisweekinphoto.com slash street to subscribe to the show and then check out this uh, post with Willem's uh, photographs. And then please share the love with all your friends and tell them about Street Focus. My name is Valérie Jardin and you've been listening to Street Focus. Now it's time to grab that camera and hit the streets. Mm -hmm.